Promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by the General Building Contractors Association. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here is Matt Cabry. So whether it's Broad and Spring Garden or 12th and Market, or somewhere else in the greater Philadelphia region, chances are pretty good you're going to see a sign that says SIPCO Incorporated, and we're really privileged today to have Dan Ellison with us. Dan is one of the vice presidents at SIPCO. Dan, welcome to Growing Greater Philadelphia. Great to be here, Matt. Tell us a little bit about SIPCO. How do you describe what's that 30-second elevator speech of SIPCO? We are a selective demolition and dismantlement contractor. We do all types of excavation, concrete work, and we are willing to take on just about any challenge, whether it's you know dismantling a boiler or a chiller or gutting 10 floors of a building, we can take care of it. And the roots of SIPCO are right here in Greater Philadelphia as well. They are. The company started right here in Philly in 1992 by Joseph and Mercedes Cipollone and uh, has since grown. We had our 25th anniversary last year. That's great. And uh, you know, we're, we're thriving. That's great. Congratulations. That's a good milestone. So this is not a stretch when we ask about the name of the company. I suspect it's a play on the founder's name. It is. Cipollone, Sipco, Sipco. That's where it came from. Excellent. How big is the team? We have approximately 40 in the field and uh, a little less than 20 in the office staff at our shop. And, uh, you know, we, we generally run about that size. The number in the field fluctuates from time to time, but that's pretty much the sweet spot. And the 40 in the field, you had mentioned excavation mm-hmm. and a couple other initiatives that the organization has kind of evolved over the past 25 years. What are some of the things that those 40 colleagues are doing every day out in the field? Sure. Our mission has changed a little bit over the years, and we have evolved with the needs of our clients. But we have operating engineers, cement masons, and laborers, and we do all of our own work. We try and self-perform everything from the excavation to the concrete placement to any type of dismantlement, demolition. We do some structural demolition, interior demolition, mechanical systems dismantlement, plant dismantlement. Really, if you need it to disappear, we're your guys. Gotcha. Yeah. In the construction field. Yes. This uh, this might sound like an obvious question as well, and I love the fact that it's a greater Philadelphia-founded company. SIPCO Incorporated, Mercedes and Joe, are they still actively engaged every day in the family business, if you will? They are. Joe is a uh, operating engineer by trade, and he's still out on jobs. He's actually out on a job today. And uh, Missy now is our COO, and she is involved in a big way here at our office. She keeps the shop running smoothly. Keeps us moving in the right direction. I mentioned uh, at the onset Broad and Spring Garden Mm -hmm. and 12th and Market. Share with us some of the projects that the SIPCO team is working on now or that pop to mind from the portfolio that you've been involved with over your career with SIPCO, which is coming up on eight years now? So we are currently working at Broad and Spring Garden, where we're taking down a uh, the top two levels off of a parking garage for a project with um, EP Guidi, where they're going to ins- build a flagship CVS along with a strip mall, and I'm hearing some apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not involved in the apartment building. We're just doing the selective demo of the parking garage for um, Tower Investments, which is a company Bart Platstein owns. Sure. Um, and uh, we've been a part of just about every major renovation in Center City for the last, uh, as long as you can remember, probably. Right. But um, 
12th in market was Gerard Square, formerly Gerard Square. We did that project with Clemens and, uh, you know, stripped the facade off of a 12-story building and, you know, completely gutted it. And, and now it's a beautiful office building. The entire block has been rejuvenated, and now they call it Market East. Sure. And uh, you can tell from all the new stores and offices that are in there that, that it went from a really blighted section of town to now everybody's moving in. Yeah, exactly. And and in fairness, and this is cyclical. A lot of blocks go through this. They need some sort of rejuvenation over time. They kind of get a little tired. They need yes. a, a little bit of a new perspective. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing at 12th and Market with uh, a, a new restaurant opening, new hotel in the works, and kind of more of um, you know what we see happening a live work play type of environment that's really welcoming to guests. It is. I mean, old city was not very inviting to millennials or young professionals, and now there's Independence Beer Garden, all these other little pop ups that make it very inviting. From here, Market East, the Center City District, all the way up, we're working at uh, in University City at thirty five thirty five Market, and directly across the street at thirty five fifty redoing the facade on both buildings right now. And uh, again, putting in restaurants on the ground floor, coffee shops, things of that nature that really make the live, work, play mentality work. So let's work our way down Market Street. Sure. And let's remind folks, we're talking with Dan Ellison of SIPCO Incorporated. SIPCO is really one of the most reputable contracting companies in the greater Philadelphia region, works on a variety of projects across the region. And as we come down Market Street, you had referenced Old City, which frankly is where our studios are located, where we produce growing greater Philadelphia here. We come upon a, a couple really unique spaces. You had mentioned Independence Beer Garden. That's historically known as the Roman Haas Building. In more recent years, it's the Dow Chemical Building. And, and you've had some um, hand in reshaping that, uh, yes, that space. We, we've been very fortunate to be involved in, uh, I know the GSA took four or five floors a few years ago. We got to do all those spaces. The Independence Beer Garden, we did that. You did a lot of research on the Independence we Beer did. Garden, We did. We did right? the La Colombe. Yes, I've been there many <laughs> times. Great organization. Yeah. Um, we did the La Colombe Coffee Shop on the mm-hmm. corner, which has really transformed that whole lobby into a place you actually want to go now. It's not yeah. just wasted space. Yeah. We just completed a project over at the Borst Building, and that whole thing has been renovated. Now there's this fabulous food court on the ground floor and lots of new tenants moving in. As we move further, we've been involved in the uh, Lit Brothers building, 701 Market, oh, yeah. with Brickstone Realty and Structure Tone, and uh, now Five Below is the big tenant there. They have yep. a retail space. Yep. Uh, they're getting ready to put on a roof deck there, yep. and then it's, it would, it's been good. It would be amazing to do a quick little kind of survey to see how many people actually remember 7th and Market Street as the Lit Brothers building. Uh, yeah, and, and I love that Five Below is the primary tenant there now, and really breathing new life into it this, is. this historic it, retail space. It is, and we found uh, we found some little uh, remnants of those days. We mm. found these little key tags in there that were first generation credit cards, where you could go and it had a stamp number on it, and that's how people would buy things on credit there way back when. And uh, it's nice that that piece of history lives on. Yeah, absolutely. You had mentioned the Borst Building, and I don't want to kind of breeze over that one because the Borst Building is, again, one of these truly iconic buildings, not just in Philadelphia, but in the country. Correct. It's where a lot of merchant activity took place dating back over 100 years. Share with us a little bit more of the detail and the nuances that your team worked on to bring the Borst Building back to where it is. Sure. We were involved uh, primarily 
up up to this point in uh, installing backup generators. We do a lot of work with other great subcontractors, and a lot of those guys are not in anywhere in the the universe of what we do electrical contractors mechanical contractors so when they need selective demolition or mechanical pads or whatever it is they need old systems to be removed they call us and uh, we've had great success working with companies like herman goldner Mm -hmm. yeah people like that doing that type of work so we were involved in the infrastructure as phase one and, uh, you know, there's a lot of great projects coming up the pike there now. You and the team at SIPCO sound really busy. How competitive is the marketplace these days? It is incredibly competitive. You know, there are several other good, qualified contractors that do what we do. Mm-hmm. But there are another 50 that are in no way qualified. Right. But, you know, everybody with a pickup truck thinks they're a demolition contractor. Yeah, so. and they're still fighting it yeah. out. Yeah. So, you know, it's the market is, uh, I don't want to say flooded, but it's just about flooded. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the most qualified usually gets at least a second look, and that's where we tend to shine. Yeah, that's great. So let's talk a little bit about Dan Ellison. Okay. Because uh, I love the fact that you were born and raised in the greater Philadelphia area. True. Share with us a little bit about your background and, and where, where did you grow up? Sure. I grew up in Salem County, New Jersey, mm-hmm. all the way down by the Delaware Memorial Bridge in a town called Pennsville. And, uh, you know, I had a great life. I mean, I was very fortunate to, to live a very comfortable upbringing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, after high school, I went to college for a year for a program to get me into Ford Motor Company. And I I worked for Ford Motor Company, where I eventually met my wife there in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we decided to move back. And uh, the rest is history. That's great. And, you know, I, I really appreciate your reference to the good fortune we've had in growing up in the greater Philadelphia region. Our communities, whether it's Salem County or Chester County or Newcastle County or here in Center City, Philadelphia, are really dynamic and they offer something for everybody. And it's the type of thing that we often take for granted. And where I want to go with this, actually, Dan, is how hard was it for you to make that decision when you got the phone call to join Ford Motor Company? I suspect on one hand, it was really appealing. On the other hand, it's a pretty significant life change. It was a huge life change. And, you know, at 21, the world is your oyster and you're looking through rose-colored glasses and everything's going to be better. But I can tell you, it is not. Right. You know, nothing against Detroit or Dearborn, but... uh, it's not Philadelphia. Right. And uh, one of the things that I did take for granted is growing up, I would come to field trips here. I've seen Independence Hall a hundred times. I've been to the Liberty Bell, but people that don't grow up here never get to experience that. Right. And uh, my own wife included. Like, she had never got to come to Old City and see where America was born. You know? Right. But it was it was an easy decision to come back. Yeah. Absolutely easy. You know, at Select Greater Philadelphia, our job is to bring new businesses to the 11-county neighborhood, uh, northern Delaware, southern New Jersey, southeastern Pennsylvania. And one of the things that I really admire about folks who have had experiences like yours, that you were born and raised here, and now that you've gone out and lived somewhere else in the world, you have a greater appreciation for all the assets we have, whether they're cultural or historical or business or quality of life. You essentially have a comparison. Without a doubt. And uh, we have an excellent supply chain here where we're close enough to New York that if if we need to get something in a hurry, we can. We're located on a river, which is great for freight items. We literally have unlimited resources when it comes to quarries, concrete, 
you know, steel fabrication. We have all that infrastructure and industry here, which does put us at an advantage to somebody, let's say, that's out in Western PA. And not everybody has that. You know? Right. Yeah, true. When you came back to Greater Philadelphia, you landed in a, in a new role. And, and I'm bringing this up because I love how relationships kind of evolve over mm-hmm. time. And uh, I suspect it was, you know, maybe nine, ten years or so ago, you met one of your customers at the shop where you were working, and it happened to be the owner of SIPCO. Very true. And you developed a relationship with them, and and the next thing you know, you're joining that team. Share with us a little bit more about that. Sure. Uh, Yeah, I met Joe Cipollone a, a little more than three years before I came to work for him. He had offered me a job. He said, if, if anything ever came up to call, make sure I call him first. And of course, at that time, I was not looking, sure. was not interested, but you know, it was flattering and I put it in the back of my mind. Eventually, a few years later, I had reached my limit of frustration at that job and I called him. And he and his wife and me and my wife, we went out to dinner and it was a very easy decision. Yeah, you clicked. Yeah. Yeah, it felt right. It felt right, yeah. and, it, and it was definitely the right decision. Eight years later, Dan Ellison is vice president at SIPCO, Joe's company. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Share with us a little bit more about what's happening in the um, in what I would call the construction industry in greater Philadelphia, because there is something special happening here. We, we often hear about it, sometimes too much, that every corner you turn, there's a crane or there's some sort of construction project going on. And I know you and the team are actively involved in several different associations. How beneficial is that for the SIPCO organization? Extremely beneficial. You know, you got to be out in the world to make these connections. And um, I know the general public sometimes thinks, oh, construction, the sidewalks close, the cranes up, you know, they're blocking traffic to load a dumpster, and it's an inconvenience. Right. But that inconvenience is creating so many jobs and so much tax revenue for our area and our the families that we support. It's uh, it's actually very rewarding. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a good analogy. I, I, you know, some folks look at a sidewalk closure and they see a problem. Yes, it's frustrating. Yeah, others look at a sidewalk closure and they see progress. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different lenses you can look through on something like that. But you know, I look at it as wow, the owner of that property is actually investing in their piece of land and they're going to fix the sidewalk. They're going to replace the utilities. They're they're making it better for the tenants and the people that live here. As opposed to, oh my gosh, I got to walk across the street and you know go sixty feet out of my way. Yeah, and I understand that that that, that can be a challenge for you know somebody who's disabled or sure. something like that. But sure. that little piece of work might be creating jobs for sixty people. Yeah. for a month. Absolutely. Yeah. So shifting gears slightly on you, Dan, when you're talking with friends and family and they ask you, you know, what do you do? How do you describe it? It's a complicated answer, yeah. to be honest with you. We like to think of ourselves as a specialty contractor, not necessarily a demolition contractor, mm-hmm. only because we do such a wide variety of projects every year. And even every day, we get a new phone call or a new connection with somebody and they say, could you do this? And we have to look at each other and say, yeah, we can do that. And it might be something new, but... I would challenge you to find a client that was not completely satisfied with the way we left their project. So Mm -hmm. it's rewarding and it's challenging. Yeah, yeah. And it's a community. It is. Because I know you referenced some what I would call friends and colleagues and partners, you know, Clemens, for example, and you're all part of this association, General Building Contractors Association. And talk about the value of those kinds of connections. Well, you know, the GBCA has been very good to us. They're a absolutely fantastic networking tool. 
And uh, if, if we come across a situation where we need to use another contractor to help us or to get us out of a bind or whatever, there's literally only one place we have to look, and it's the GBCA. And they'll put you in touch with the right person at the right time. You know if they're a GBCA member, they're in good standing with all the unions, and there's no, there's no, not going to be an issue in that regard. And they're a great negotiating partner when it comes to labor negotiations and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm shifting gears on you again. You know, you grew up in southern New Jersey, you had referenced, and you came here as a kid to go to field trips and learn about the history of our city and the history of our country. Now when you have guests over or friends who are visiting here from other parts of the country or other parts of the world, where do you say, you know, we have to go here, guys? Well, it's probably a little selfish of me, but I like to take them to projects that we've worked on. That's so cool. I, so yeah. I can show them what it looked like before yeah. and after, and it right. might be a little bit boring for some of them. But generally speaking, I like to take them to places that we had a hand in creating, like right. Independence Beer Garden or, or a restaurant yeah. that we did. We do a lot of retail and you know, yeah. restaurants. But um, you know, besides the touristy things, yeah. that gives them a little bit better flavor of how historic the city is, how we try so hard to reuse these buildings instead of tearing them down. Right. And uh, it really is a great place to hang out. And, you know, that passion for preservation is a big deal, especially in a city like ours. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that you like to showcase the city through the lens of the work you and your team are doing, even if it is going to the Independence Beer yes, Garden. I that love that. That is technically yeah. work. Yeah, it is. But, you know, as our community and our society evolves, these pop-up beer gardens are playing a significant role in bringing people together and building those communities. And one of the things that strikes me, and this is what I would suggest is a little bit more unique to SIPCO, and I would love to hear you expand on this a little bit. If you can't take folks to these projects because of geography, technology today allows them to see these projects. And your team has a very robust social media presence, which I think is a little unusual for a construction company, but I might be wrong. Yeah, I mean, there are others that do it. I'm particularly proud of ours. Yeah. So a few years ago, we decided to partner with this company that provides cloud-based construction software called Procore. And uh, we requested that all of our employees basically document their work through photos, mm -hmm. and that gets uploaded to a cloud. So back to your original question, if somebody's sitting on my couch in our home, I can pull up the pictures and put it right on my TV and say, here's what we do. It's sometimes it's easier to show them instead of explain to them, especially when it's a large project and they can't really grasp the size or magnitude of the project. It's an easy way to save that information and show it to them. And it's a great tool for our estimating team because if they have to go back and say, remember that job we did in 2012? How did how did that turn out? They yeah. can go back and look at all the uh, the entries that our guys make every day and look at the photos and say, okay, well, that's how we did it last time. Maybe that's the way we should look at it this time. Yeah. And whether it's social media or just technology in the cloud that allows your team to be more effective, more efficient in what they do, that's, that's how business is evolving. It's definitely getting a lot faster. And I would like to think that we're on the the leading edge of adapting to those things. So a lot of the people that we work with also use different softwares. A lot of them do use Procore now. Yeah. But um, just about everybody. I mean, the days of printing out a whole full-size sheet of architectural drawings are behind us. Now right. everybody has an iPad, you know. But uh, information gets sent out so quickly and changes so fast. 
if you were printing out every time there's a the architect changes the drawings, you'd kill three trees. Right. So speed is the name of the game. Right. And you don't have to print it all out. And, right. And I know uh, drone technology has also yes. been incorporated more and more into the industry as well. Yeah. Drone technology, time-lapse cameras, all that stuff, videos. Yeah. It's sometimes met with a little hesitation from the older crowd. Yeah. But it has been a blessing. Yeah. So folks, we've been talking with Dan Ellison. He's representing today the Sipco Incorporated team and Joe and Missy Cipollone, who founded the company 25 years ago back in 1992. It sounds like you are really enjoying the role you have at Sipco Incorporated. It is very rewarding, very challenging, exciting, nerve-wracking, all rolled into one, but I do love it. Thanks for coming in and sharing your story and the story of Sipco right here on Growing Greater Philadelphia and for all you do in helping to grow our community. Glad to be here. This segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to us by the Commercial Banking Division of Citizens Bank. You know, the Citizens Bank team, they bring practical financial experience and deep industry expertise to each banking relationship. To learn how Citizens can help your company reach its full potential, visit citizensbank.com backslash commercial. And be sure to check out all of our podcasts at radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. to Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia.